Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Cattery. Okay, rapid fire. You gotta answer these questions. Okay. Okay. What is 8 plus 7? 15. Uh, name seven fruits. Tangerine, lemon, banana, apple, grapefruit, kiwi. Is that seven? Peach. Okay. What is the capital of Canada? Calgary. Wrong. <laughs> um, Vancouver? Wrong again. Name three different types of whale. Beluga. Killer. Killer. <laughs> And dolphin. Oh man, that's cutting it close. Because I think technically a dolphin is a type of whale, but Okay, fine. No, that's good. A dolphin, you're a right. A blue whale. A do- <laughs> dolphin is a type of whale. Well what else would a dolphin be if it's not a whale? A dolphin. <laughs> no d- dolphins aren't in a it's class. A damn s- yeah. A- you think a dolphin's its own species? Yeah. No. Okay. Now you have to ask me some rapid fire questions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What order is the triathlon sport in? That, that, okay, that's not fair because I don't even know what that means. Triathlon, what's the order of events? Oh, uh... Damn. Uh, run, bike, swim. No. Run, swim, bike. Wrong. <laughs> what is it? You want to try it again? Bike, swim, run. So wrong. Swim, bike, run. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Who was the second president of the United States? Do you even know this? Yeah. Uh, John Adams? Correct. (laughs) What was the the last... What was the last state to be declared? Like, admitted to the Union? That's two state questions, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Hawaii. Yes. Okay. What? Okay. Question. Um. Pig. Uh, strotums. <laughs> what are they used for? Pig. What? <laughs> okay, like a pig strotum at a meat packing plant. They ship the pig strotums to be used for what? Um, they ship them to be used? Uh, like, what kind of food do they go? Oh, what kind of food? Yeah. I don't know. There's a few correct answers. Um, I don't know. Hot dogs? Uh... 
They might be used for hot dogs, but that's not what I'm thinking. I also don't know what a strotum is. <laughs> I think it's the poop canal. Okay. Like you have your colon, and then you have the it's like sausage packaging. Yes, ding ding ding. Are you talking about like intestines? No, that's also used for sausage, but also the poop canal can be used for sausage packaging, and it can be used as imitation calamari. Oh, okay. The strotum. <laughs> okay. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. Do you Whew. know? What, do you know what the capital of Canada is? Um, Wichita. No. You're getting farther. Montreal. You're getting farther and farther away. Montreal. No, you're getting closer. Now the capital you would never guess is Ottawa. Ottawa. Nobody cares. That could be, like, something nobody cares about, will never care about. The people who live in Ottawa don't care about. That's true. The only capital I care about is Juno, because I think that's a cool name. Yeah. And that's in Alaska. Yeah. It was easy to memorize as a kid. Was it? Yeah. It's kind of a weird capital because it's like not even really. Have you looked at it on a map? It's not even really like part of no. Alaska. And nobody ever talks about. It's Juno. like way far. There's like all of Alaska, and it's like way down at the bottom on the little like weird part. There's never been a news article that started with in Juneau, Alaska. Except for like some murders or something. No, nothing happens there. State capitals are weird because a lot of most, not most, a lot of state capitals are like places that aren't like the main city. Yeah. Like why they become the capital? Yeah. Do they apply? Like, uh, like, uh, no, I can't think of any. Carson City, Nevada. (laughs) The most exciting town there is in Nevada. Or, uh. Eugene, Oregon. I feel like Carson City would have died or as a city if it Olympia, wasn't the It's a lot of the western states. Olympia, Washington. Yeah. Nobody, no. No. Dude, Sacramento wasn't cool until like four years ago. Right. Sacramento's still not even cool. But it was like It cooler. was like the first city. I get it though because it was kind of like the first city in California. Gold. Yeah. It's like one of the first, pla- first cities. So I get it. And it's yeah. a big city, I guess, kind of. It just didn't live up to the capital hype. No. Kind of like went downhill. Right, for sure. It's on the up and up though. Yeah. It's still too hot. Yeah, it's really hot. It's too hot. Well, this is a great way to start a podcast. Yeah. We have so much to talk about. We also, before we started recording, found a poop nugget in the bed. Dude, we're not... We have to talk about I'm not, it. You I'm concerned. You can go on a mon- Why don't you monologue okay. right now? All right. Because I'm not talking about this. Um, smallest poop nugget there could be. We have three cats, one dog. Macy doesn't like poop in the bed. Just she, she barely poops anywhere. Like she usually poops outside. We got new floors though downstairs, and she liked to pee on them for a little bit. But I wasn't sure if that was the time change or the fact that we had new floors. Anyways, we're in bed. I found a small poop nugget that you would think would be from a cat, but they don't poop either. 
Also, Macy also found it with me, and if it was a cat poop nugget, she would she would ate it. The fact that she didn't makes me think it was her own poop nugget, maybe like a giant dingleberry. The whole thing's very confusing and concerning. But Casey took the comforter off our bed because there was a small little poop nugget on top of it. This is not. But it's real life. I don't want to talk about this. It's real life because you think everything's going fine and you crawl up in bed and you go, wait, is that a very small (laughs) but bigger than a dingleberry poop nugget? This is not. Stop saying this. I think. Stop talking about this. It's a mystery because what animal was it? It doesn't make sense for any of the animals. It was Macy. You think Macy did a small little poop nugget? Yes. How do you know? Why? What do you know that I don't know? Did you find poop somewhere else? There's nobody else. No, there's a cat. It it's looked more cat. like a cat poop, though. All right, then. But she would eat it. Let's just move on. Macy would eat let's any poop, except her own. I, she didn't eat it. There you go. Mystery solved. Um, another note on tonight's events. We we're putting something to bed, and Macy like jumped on me, and she smelled like goat. And I told you that I was like, "Dude, Macy smells so much like goat." And you were like, "Oh, she was eating alpaca poop." So we're gross. Yeah. Bottom line. Like, we we were, like, on that fine line of, like, we're civil, we're clean, we're proper millennials. And now we're just gross. There's too many animals now. There is too many animals. There's too many. It's, it's, un, it's unsustainable. There's always something. Yes. Now there's always something. Goat got its horn removed. Oh my! Has to be in a bandage. Have you seen her bandage? It's already messed up. Yeah, we got to change it tomorrow morning. We have to change this goat's bandage for the the. I can't explain this. There's a hole in her head that goes through her brain, connected to her sinuses. No, it's like doesn't go through her brain. It goes through her whole head, from the top of her head through her nose. Really? Yeah. So. Learn something about goat anatomy. The horn. I don't like it. The horn isn't just like a thing that grows out of their skull. It's like all connected to the rest of their head. Their, their sinus cavity. Connects to their si- her sinus cavity. So it's like a the the they had to take out the horn. But it's because it was um it was a spur. A skur. Oh, I thought it was spur. No, it's a skur. Because um, she was dehorned as a baby, which is not a big deal. They cauterize it when their horns... Disbudded? Disbud? Where did you learn your goat... I don't know anything. Where did you learn your goat terminology? But I mean, how many people have looked... That bitch got disbudded. Now she really got disbudded. It's honestly... So I have to help Casey change her head wound. Bandage. Because I have to hold her down. One of... And you have to look at it, and it's a hole that you can see through. Like, there's light coming through her nose. No, shut up. There's light coming through her nose. there is. It's all lit up. It's the pinkest hole. Because she had to go get surgery. Which, by the way, it was $350. I feel like that's cheap for what they did. They removed, because her horn spur. Skur. It uh, sprouted. And we realized it was starting to grow into her eye. Very 
pretty it much wasn't really into her eye. It was like into her head, touching her head though when yeah. we noticed it. Yeah, and uh, so we had to like clip. We had to like take her and clip off the ends of her horn because like there's no nerve. Anyway, we finally got it removed because it's not fly season. Because the vet was like, if we get it removed, she's like, we can't do this in summer because flies will go into the hole and and like create a fly colony and in my head and in my head i was like dude we got this like let's just get the horn removed and now i know what she's talking about because it's not just a hole it's like a tunnel yeah it's a goat (laughs) and you don't want maggots in your goat head no but also where is her brain the fact that it's not going through her brain it kind of makes me feel like goats don't really have very big brains they don't have one yeah they just have horns they just have horns and noses okay wait can they we have tell horns them? and noses <laughs> can we tell them the grossest thing i don't know it's already <laughs> all been pretty gross because we've changed her we had to take her to the vet to change it the first time and then they showed us how to do it and then we've changed it twice since then you're supposed to change it like once every four days this is like a full wrap job this is too disgusting. No, it's not. I mean, the next part, I think we both threw up in our mouths a little. We go, we take off we take off her, like, bandage from the time we wrapped it. The first time we wrapped it. So we're kind of novices. And there's, like, a little piece of something stuck by the hole. It was gauze. Like a little, stuck to little piece of gauze. Like when you get, like when you tear off a bandage and maybe there's like a the gauze comes like stuck to your yeah. the scab or something. Because we cut off the whole bandage, but like we pulled it and like a piece of gauze stayed there because it had gotten stuck to the wound. Mm. I can't. It might have been the grossest thing that's ever happened to us as a couple. That was way worse than birth. Birth. I think birth was fine. This was the All that happened was I there was a little piece of gauze that was stuck to her head. So I took the little piece of gauze and I pulled You wiggled it. I pulled it so it came loose. This is in the hole. And it brought out of the hole. It brought like this big like mucus like plug. Like I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a birth thing. You you drop like a your giant, mucus. It was like it a was mucus like a, plug. It was like a giant like horn booger I that can't, came out of her i can't and i didn't have a tissue or anything it was like a bloody no it wasn't bloody it was no it was, it was like, bloody at the top but it was yeah it was like and they didn't have a paper towel or anything so i was just he was just holding it i was and just he was, holding it and he was i was like, like Haley. and i said i had to Haley. i said get me a paper towel i need a paper towel <laughs> right now you guys and i pulled this big goo gooey thing I'm out of her i'm still not okay i'm still not because I wasn't okay with the hole. I could I which makes my eyes. sense. Which makes sense it because makes sense. because like you said, it connects to her sinus. So it's like all the mucus and things that are going through her head. That's so gross. Is prob it probably got stuck inside the top of her. And then horn. it kind of just attached to that. Yeah, but it's good we fixed it because it still looks. It's not. It still looks clean. It's still. I mean, but, if we pull this off, it will be surprising because it seems like a lot can go wrong. The fact that our goat has now a tunnel through her head. It's healing up, though. It it's is. already. It's only been, like, two weeks since. Goddamn. For $350, that vet is not charging enough money. I don't even know how they removed... How did they create the tunnel? 
I don't know. How did they go in there? I mean, poor Bambi. Yeah. Also, when you get goats, make sure that the owner debutted them them. correctly. But this is not the first goat we've seen that got disbutted incorrectly. Right. Where we bought our first goat, she had a brother, and they want us to take her brother, and they're like, oh, but the brother's horn's growing back. And to me, I was just like, ew, that's gross. Like, it was like this bloody horn. Remember the other goat had, like, a bloody horn? But now I'm like, that's $350 and six weeks of wrapping your goat. That's annoying. Yeah, you don't realize, because if you don't own goats or other animals with horns, you don't realize they grow because they're like... An ex- they're not just like a piece of bone. No. They're like an extension of their, like, head. Yeah. They have, like, yeah. blood. It has, like, blood and cells. And, it's super like, nerve. Like, it can be really painful. So they had to put the goat out. They had to put yeah. Bambi out. It's, it's like, like, it's like, um, it's like not, it's like an, it's like another appendage yeah. to them. You yeah. Know? It's kind of sad. It makes me feel like, I mean... The reason people do bud goats is because it's safer. They don't get caught in fences, and they, like, can't hurt your dog. Yeah. Even though the goats have hurt Maisie really bad before. Well, Candy it, has. Candy pinned Maisie up against a fence and probably should have taken Gored her. <laughs> Gored. Like, I've, Maisie had a flesh wound that needed stitches. Like, it was bad. But, uh, yeah, it makes me feel like... It makes me feel like, um, don't debud your, your goats. Like, maybe that's not necessary. But I think people do it because they can get themselves into a lot of trouble. They can get themselves stuck that's on things. That's what you're saying. That's what you're like, saying. Like, hooked inside fences and stuff. Because they are crazy. Yeah. And especially if you have other animals around, where they're going to headbutt them. Yeah. You know? Well, the other day, um, we let the goats out, and we were just hanging out inside, and you looked out the window, and you go, oh my gosh, Candy has a... But she had a plastic bag. She was stuck in a bag. It wasn't. It was a food. It was a, like a feed bag that she stuck her head in. It was but just a was, paper bag. But she was stuck. I mean, or, she was gonna, She wasn't gonna die. No, she just was right. walking around with a paper bag well, on her. But head. that's the thing. Like goats, just like do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see if they had horns, they could get stuck in a lot more things. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's weird because. It also looks like Bambi's other horn is kind of growing. I don't think so. I think it'll be fine. Okay. This was just a bad skur. There you go. You got it. You got that vocab. Skur. Damn, man. I don't know. I can't. I can't. So we had that. You guys, we recorded this other podcast, but the sound didn't turn out well, so we didn't release it about the alpacas. The alpacas both got eye, eye ulcers. Yes. We should just fill them in. You guys, we made a whole episode about this because it was... It oh, was, my God. We, it was we one don't of the have most, time. We don't have time. But it was one of the most scarring... We don't have time for this. But it was one of the most scarring experiences of owning an animal that's ever happened. And everything's fine. Yeah. But for a while bad. there, everything was not fine. Yeah. How do we just do long story short? L- long story short... I. This was like so two al- months ago. Alpacas eat hay, as I would think most people would know. Maybe not, but alpacas eat hay. That's their main source of food, just like most animals, as such. And I bought hay from a different guy 
The expensive hay. The organic. It's expensive hay. It's organic hay. Is it algae? Fortified with kelp. Fortified with kelp. Organic. Um, it's and I've bought it for the goats before, and they're fine with it. I don't really notice the difference between whether they like that hay or the hay I normally buy. But for whatever reason, I can't even remember at this point, I bought hay from this guy. You bought the expensive hay? Yeah. And we started feeding it to... I've never had a problem with the goats, but we fed it to the alpacas. And the way alpacas eat is they have... Or the way the alpacas look and are, they have very large eyes and a lot of hair around their face. They probably have the biggest eyes out of any animal. Yeah. Their eyes are gigantic. And the way they eat, they stick their whole face in to the, the hay. hay. And because there's like a little feeder on the wall. Yeah. And the hay I bought was just full of foxtails. But we didn't really, we didn't realize it. Yeah, I didn't realize it because I never had a problem with it before. But the alpaca guy did say, hey, every once in a while, and even before this, I removed a foxtail from Pixel's eyes. He said, they get, the foxtails get stuck in their eyes and you have to like, because their eyes are just so big. Yeah. So long story short again is the alpacas just over and over every single day, they got foxtails inside their eyes, like stuck in the back of their eyelid. Like You have to grab them. You have to open their eyes and grab the fo- you have to find the foxtail you have to be di- it's kind of like when you dissected the sheep eye in fifth grade that's what it alpaca felt like alpaca does not alpacas just no. in general they don't are like not very affectionate creatures they don't like to be held they're calm like- they're calm so when you disrupt them they're like why are you messing with me yeah so we had to basically and it was very sad because it seemed painful to them and we did that for and- like a week and eventually, they got enough foxtails in their eyes, and we had to dig them out. We had to pry open their eyeballs and stick our yeah. fingers in their eyes and pull out these tiny little barbs in their eyes. Yeah. yeah. And Which the pocket guy said, it happens. So in yeah. my head, I was like, man, this is just happening a lot right now. Like, we didn't really put two and two together until it was too late. But basically, it got to a point where the alpacas... And this wasn't like a huge length of time. It was like... About a week. It wasn't like forever. So we remember we went camping that weekend though. Like, yeah, we weren't around as much as we usually were. Yeah, and so it was. I don't know. It's hard to talk about. Not hard to talk about. It's it's hard to relive. It was kind of a traumatic. It like, was traumatic week. You know, because I knew they were in pain. Yeah, and because we didn't know how to closed. fix it. You know, they're basically their eyes. Both of them had one eye. I don't know why it was only one eye. For that, each of them. That was closed. One of both of them had an eye that was closed and basically became infected and ulcerated. This happened and, in like five days. Yeah. Because we called the vet. So we called on the like vet the and finally got an alpaca vet out here. There's one in there's one here. Yeah. It's very rare to have an alpaca vet because I don't think they're a real thing. So the alpaca <laughs> vet comes out to our house. Checks the alpacas. Basically, like, goes in their eyes. Checks, makes there's nothing left in there. Flushes them out. Flushes them out. We In the meantime, we changed the hay. Yeah. So they don't get, they didn't have that hay anymore. But their eyes Freaking were... fancy Their hay. eyes were too far gone. Their eyes were too infected. 
But the alpaca vet was like, it's not a big deal. They just have ulcers in their eyes. So they got cream and a sh- and antibiotics and all that. Yeah. And it wasn't a big deal. The long term, it was fine. The long term thing for treatment was I just had to, we had to go in twice a day <laughs> and pry open their eyeballs and stick some cream in their eyes. Well, it's like a gel. Yeah. A gel, like yeah, like an ointment, like if you get yeah. pink eye or something. Yeah. You know, it's like an ointment. And their it, eyes are totally fine. It was an antibacterial ointment and <sighs> so much alpaca eyes for like two weeks in the end the alpacas are fine yes but, but big but here but what happened when the vet came was the vet gave them what she called an anti-inflammatory shot she, or she said it was benzol which makes me think of like um like for humans like uh so she gave them a shot in the leg. It's an anti-inflammatory. An anti-inflammatory, which is like an anti... It was like an anti-allergy, antihistamine or yes. something. Yeah, it's like Benzoyl... What's it? Now I can't... Benadryl. It's like Benadryl yeah. for adults, but for alpacas. So she shot both of them up in the leg. And she did one first. She did bright and then, first. And then fixed the, fixed the eyeballs and everything. And then 10 minutes later, she did the second one. She was about to leave after she did the second one. Because this is not a big deal. But then what happened was, after she fixed them all up, the one of the alpacas... The first one that got the shot. Pretty much fell down and couldn't get back up. And was like... And was like rolling around on, on its the ground. back, put his head... I mean, something we've never seen them do. Something it looks like they're not meant to do. He was rolling around his his head, his neck. Like, they're like a camel. Oh, they have this big, long neck. He was like rolling around on the ground. I thought he, I thought he was dying. The, and the vet was in her car, like, riding up the... Like, we were about to pay her. $250. We were about to pay her. And we said, hey, this doesn't look normal. I ran up to her truck and she had an assistant with her and she was super nice. But also you're like, how much do you really know about alpacas? Do you know what I mean? She's an expert in cam camelids. Yeah. And meanwhile, we know nothing. So she went alpacas. back and the alpacas laying on the ground basically... Looks like it's dying. And she like, started taking his heart rate. She seemed. And temperature and everything. She seemed so. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to let the vet know. She came over and I was like, this is either going to go two ways. The vet's going to make me feel better and be like, oh, yeah, like they do this. She goes, she looks at them and doesn't, she doesn't make eye contact with me. She goes, huh, this isn't supposed to happen and goes in their cage. And I could tell. She was very nervous. I think she also thought she killed the alpacas. And I'm thinking, did she give them a euthanization shot by accident? Like, she just has, like, jars in her truck that she's, like, filling up in the syringe. It's not like a vet where you get triple checked, right? It's a livestock truck. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. We gave them the wrong shot. It was very But there traumatic. was the one. Yeah. And then she she took the temperature and heartbeat and she's like, okay, we're just going to watch them. Yeah, it did not turn out. So like, we just the heartbeat wasn't observed good. observed them for like 10 minutes. And then 10 minutes later, the second one she gave the shot to started doing the exact same thing. Because we were like, maybe, the, maybe Bryce just allergic to the benzol. And she said she had one horse one time in like her 10 years of doing this. 
that was allergic to that medication. She's like, it's very rare. Yeah. But, I mean, rare things happen. But the fact that Pixel acted the same exact way. So now we have two alpacas on the ground. They're both dying. <laughs> but. But they didn't. In the end, 20 minutes later, they both just kind of sat there and were fine. I was like, how? I asked a vet. Because she was very, she just seemed like she didn't know what happened. And she told us that. She was calling the guy who we bought the alpacas from. She was calling Glenn to be like, Glenn, what do I do? And Glenn wasn't answering. And uh, I I feel like sometimes, like, she says, you know how you, I don't know. I feel like when you make a mistake at work or whatever. Yeah. You kind of cover it up. You cover it up. Like, I feel like maybe she went back to her truck and and saw what she did. And she's like, oh, crap. I gave him the wrong thing. That's and then I came thought. back to us and was like, yeah, this medicine is weird. <laughs> she, so, they were like, fi- I mean, we did this whole podcast. This is a very short story. Casey and I, meanwhile, Sunny's like, alpaca, alpaca. We're like, oh, God, here goes the alpacas. She, I asked her, I was like, how hardy are alpacas? She's like, you know what? They're hardy, but they don't really show signs when they're in distress. And I was like, they seem very much in distress right now. So anyways, they like perk back up and we go, so what happened? Like, are they going to be okay? Do we need to like not go to sleep tonight? I was thinking, do we need to like sleep in the alpaca cage? Like that's the level of, that's the level of how bad it was. And she was like, no, the fact that like their vitals went back to normal and they perked back up after like 20 minutes is a good sign. And she said she thinks her, like, medication jar, which was new, that she had only used in the last three days of Benzel, she's like, it must have gotten contaminated. And she wasn't going to use it anymore. She's like, I'm throwing that out. Like, this has never happened before. The only thing I can think is it's contaminated. But it's like, dude, did she give them a different medication? Right. It seemed pretty weird. And they were, like, limping in the leg she shot them in. This is a very light... This is, like... She just gave it to them, I think, just to make them feel better. Like, it wasn't going to, like, help their eye. It was just to kind of, like, ease their discomfort. But anyways. that We had the alpacas for, what, a month and a half? Yeah. I thought they were going to die. I thought they were going to die. Yeah. But they were fine. Because they're livestock. And livestock are pretty hardy. Yeah. And I still trust her. Meanwhile, she's the only alpaca vet there is. She's all we got. I was almost nervous that she was going to be like, dude, I messed up. Now I can't go back to them. Like, she's going to, like, ghost us. Because of her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. We were pretty cool, though. Yeah. Casey and I just kept, like, standing there while she was, like, she was, like, taking the temperature in their butt and stuff. Like, she was, like, monitoring them. And Casey and I just, like, stood outside their cage, and we kept, like, looking at each other, like, is this how this happens? Like, uh, it just would have been, it was, it was all okay. Yeah, it turned out fine. It turned out fine. I swear the first podcast we did about it was, like, a little funnier, like, we made some jokes about it. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and then our duck got its leg caught in some straw. He almost, like, amputated his own leg. Dug in. And Macy knew. Macy tried to warn us that the duck was in trouble. Okay. Okay. Last bird or last last animal dead story. What? The 
<laughs> What's our life? The duck's okay, by the way. The duck's okay. It was she's as still, bad. She's still limping. She's still limping. Well, it was, it was her gimp leg anyways. She's still limp gimp. Which I was like, probably should have gotten that leg amputated anyways. So last. Yes. Last story about animals suffering. Possibly. We don't know yet. But. What? This is two stories in itself. I don't itself. even know what you're going to talk about. This is two stories in itself. Oh, um, can I handle this? So. For all, all the people who live in regular civilization, you get your you pay you you pay your gas bill to to the gas company, right? Right. Well, we have a propane tank, so which so we have a big two hundred fifty gallon propane tank because we can't hook up to gas. Yeah, because we live out in the country. There is no gas line. And you have a propane company come deliver your propane. So we're on will call, so we call them when we want it delivered. It's very expensive. It's very expensive, and they used to come, like... Every month. Every month, and we were like, dude, we don't need a propane fill every single month. We just watch it. It's so expensive. Yeah, and it's more expensive in the winter. And you almost want to time it where the price is low, and with coronavirus, yeah. I was like, damn, "Ooh, it's a damn, it's a propane game, dude. It's a game. It's a it's, propane game out there. It's you a know? private. It's not a. It's a private utility. It's not a government regulated. Oh, it's yeah, it's private business. It's private business. You ever be in that propane game? Because it's 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 hard out there in that on those propane. I mean, if I was, like, it's hard out there in those propane streets. You know, you could save thousands of dollars a year. If you were in the propane game, Casey and I are like, Amerigas seems great. Yeah. Be in, let's just be on automatic payment. Who wants... But when you start playing the propane game... You realize how much money you can save. Yeah, you realize that you don't need... They're going to no. try to... They're going to try to get you if you're on automatic. You're like, why is this guy... Why is this truck pulling up every three weeks to fill this tank In up? July and August yeah. when they're using... Yeah, it's like we're not propane. even using propane in summer. <laughs> so we changed it to Will Call, and yes... This is the longest story. Yes. What the? I know where you're going with this. Yes. Um, the more you deplete it, sure. they're going to have to fill it back up anyways. You know, so you're in the end, it's like they either fill it up once a month for like, you know what I'm saying? I know. But, but for a while there, I was on unemployment. Let's not go spend yeah. all much of my own purpose. So we're on will call. We only had to call like two times to get the thing filled up for yeah. the whole last six months or whatever. And now we're starting to use the heater again, it's and cold. it's cold. So the propane tank gets down to like 25%, so I call. Or no, I don't call. You just do it online. You just set up an appointment online. You say, hey, we need a delivery. You schedule a delivery. You say, oh, it's going to come in the next week or whatever. Then it never came. Two weeks go by. It never came. And then the propane tank gets down to like 10 Ten percent. No, I think on Thanksgiving we were eight percent. No, so we were like running the oven all day. Yeah, so we had to call Amerigas, the propane company, like four times, and finally, when our propane tank was basically almost empty, I think it was like three, like ten degrees outside in the evening. They finally filled it up. Where I'm getting to at this point, or with this point, yeah, this is a propane. You're talking that propane game right Dude, now. Dude, I am. <laughs> if 
fired up about the propane game. Well, okay, you know what Because it is nervous. a game, you know? It is a game. But you know what made me nervous is when you were like, what if they don't show up? Yeah. And it was a holiday weekend. And I'm like, dude, with all the with dude, it's COVID right now. I know. It's like it's like Wild Wild West. Where, what happens Wild when West. services start yeah. disappearing, you know? It kind of makes you think like yeah. Yeah. What happens when things start really going south right. and you rely on all these people right. to give you services? What happens when they stop giving you services? What if the what happens when the yeah. gas company stops providing gas? What happens when yeah. the electric company like goes out of business? What happens when all this stuff, you know? Cuz you really cuz I mean, we were like 2 days away from not being able to take hot showers. Yeah. Let alone heat our house, let alone light the stove let alone yeah for uh, sure run the dish you know the whole thing yeah is connected and it kind of makes you wonder it's like because like what can they do i don't know what their problem is yeah but it's like what if a bunch of their delivery guys got covid or something and they can't go out or something like that it's like right when they literally have to stop everything you know well we had a different propane guy everything grinds to a halt he waved at me he was different than the guy we normally have yeah well the guy we normally have doesn't care (laughs) So. Dude, the guy we normally have is almost run over Macy like five Yeah, times. he doesn't care. He's like, I run over these dogs I all the time. <laughs> Macy, I was like, you can see, he can see her and he's driving very quickly up our driveway in this propane yeah. truck. I've, nice. I've thought three times, this is how Macy dies. She gets run over by the propane guy that doesn't care that Macy's in front of the propane truck. Right. Um, but anyways, I don't know. Oh, but we had to light fires. Well, we did. Yeah, what I was well, looping back to. We were trying to save our propane, and we lit fires. We <laughs> stopped using the heater for like forties, but it's very cold where we live. Like pioneers, I felt like we were kind of like yeah. on a Oregon but trail. It's very cold where we live, so we had to light fires. It's twenty so, degrees at night. Eighteen, fifteen. And we didn't use our fireplace like at all last winter because we were like, oh, we'll just run the heater, and then no. Well, last winter, sunny was too little. He would have. Um, he didn't understand not to go near it. Yeah. The last two went. Think the last two winters we didn't use it because Sunny was too little. Yeah. But when we first moved in here, we used it a whole bunch. We started using our fireplace, and last night, I don't know, got a little overzealous or something. I don't Threw know an what, extra big log in, I don't and know what happened. everything. I there don't was know a what raging happened. fire in our fireplace, which and seemed normal. Which seemed normal. And, it's a fireplace. Yeah. But the smoke alarms went off. Sunny and woke up. everything started being all smoky, even though we were doing it right, I think. We had the flu open. <laughs> but, and then. <laughs> it was so smoky, though. Yeah, it was so like, smoky. Like, upstairs it was crazy smoky, where I was like, wait. And it smelled funny and stuff. I was like, is our house on fire? Like, I thought, did we just light our own house on fire? But. You scheduled an appointment to get our chimney yeah, cleaned. Yeah, dude. Alan, because the ch- chimney sweeper is coming. Alan, the chimney sweep. But it was scary. we think, last animal story, we think <laughs> I, it's because... <laughs> Looping this back into animals. We think it's because birds build nests yeah. in our chimney, and it's all plugged up with, like, bird nests. Well, and the reason we think this is because we've had, like, 20 dead birds in our fireplace in the last two years yeah birds fly into our fireplace and they die they fly in they don't leave 
if they don't make enough noise, (laughs) we don't know they're in there. Yeah, and sometimes they try to stay in the pipe. Oh, yeah, they do. They don't drop down into the... If they drop down into the actual fireplace... We usually know they're there. I know they're there, and I'll let them free. Because Maisie and the cats are all looking in. But if they're up in the pipe, and they keep... You can hear them scrape around. And it's like... I think they, like, break their wings and their feet. I think they get to- so tight. I think they exhaust themselves to the point where they just die. In so the- how many? Who knows how many birds were in the other part of the flute? So, you and I joked last night because it was super smoky and it smelled kind of weird. And I was like, "Do you think we just lit a whole bunch of birds on fire?" Yeah. So we think it might be a little bit plugged up. Well, and Alan confirmed because I talked to the Alan people today. Who their um, hold music is the uh, chimney music from... What's that movie? I think it's Mary Poppins, Yeah, right? Mary Poppins. Yeah. Chim, chimney, chim, chim. I was like, oh my god, you know you're calling a small town chimney sweeper when the hold music is is that Dude, that's our whole claim, claim to flame. Claim to fame. <laughs> it's... <laughs> the claim to flame. Okay, you guys, Casey and I drank, like, one margarita at a Mexican restaurant before we started recording this. But they told me, I was like, hey, our house um, was all smoky for a, while, a long time. Still smells like smoke Is that today. what you said? Hey, our house was all smoky. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, excuse me, I'm from uh, Southern hey, California. our house was all smoky. And it was, like, super so We lit a fire smoky. and the house was all smoky. <laughs> I don't know if it was, like, the woman we used or, like, if we did something wrong. No, but, and the lady, automatically, she goes, you know what? Probably birds. Probably got some bird nests, some birds. She pretty much verified what we were joking about last night. She said we have a bird problem. And that there's too many birds and bird nests. And she goes, don't light a fire. You're going to kill all the, the birds. I was like, well, it's too late. We killed them. <laughs> And we've been killing them for years. So, bird killers? Yeah. Damn. There's been a lot of animal things. There has been. I mean, we just talked for 40 minutes about animal things. (laughs) Should we change the theme of this podcast? I don't know. I mean, you take a break, you know? She get a little stressed out. Can we pause for a second? I know. Back? I feel like we're not even being funny. Like, we're just being like, we have problems. I know. It's like, there's there's a lot of stressful things going on. There's a lot of stressful things. Um, yeah, like, Sunny's actually been really great lately. Which, thank goodness. Yeah. Because we have too many other animal problems. Uh-oh. Macy! 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 See, Macy's downstairs just, barking. Barking and nothing. Okay, let's stop this. We gotta, stop we gotta. Stop it! We gotta stop it! We gotta stop it! Okay, sorry. I'm back. We Macy was bit. barking, and we were afraid it would wake Sunny up. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes you need just need to let Macy bark it out. Yeah. You know. She's a real dog. Sometimes she gets in a little fit where. You know, we have to trust her. Yeah, we do. We don't Isn't trust her. That's one thing her. we found with Macy. I know. Whenever she alerts something, it's usually because there's something out there. It's 100%. going on. I bet 95% of the time, well, 95% of the time is 
probably one of those jackrabbits that are her mortal enemies. Yes. But yeah, she, I mean, she tried to tell us about the duck that was caught in the straw. Its leg was cut, her leg was caught in the straw and we had no idea. And Macy, this was um, last week, Macy was barking. We were about to leave to run an errand and Macy was barking at the ducks and she, she's really good with the ducks. Like she won't eat them. She like knows <laughs> she won't eat them. No, but it, I mean, for a while there, I was like, "Are we ever gonna be able to trust Macy with the ducks?" Yeah, she gets it. She's like a dog that gets it. She's like, "No, no, no, these are my ducks too." Barking and and I got so mad at her. I was like, "Macy, stop barking!" Cause she used to do that when she wanted to eat them. And I was like, "Macy, stop barking at the ducks." I even kind of like shoot her with my foot. Like I was like, "Come on, like stop." We leave, go on an errand, come back home. I let Macy out of the house. She automatically, she goes straight to the deck, starts barking again. And I look at them and I see Gimp. We have a duck that's Gimp. We call him, call her Gimp. Is sitting in the same exact spot. And I go, you know what? That's weird. I go in, Gimp's, Gimp leg is completely, the straw is like, cutting into its foot like because it was trying to escape and it was just like um i don't know like sea turtles with those plastic rings like that's what it was yeah it was crazy and macy tried to tell us earlier in the day she tried to tell us later and and i didn't listen to her and uh i don't know she's a good girl it was crazy. She knew that duck was struggling, and she was really upset about it. And she was trying to let us know. Listen to your dogs. Listen to your dogs. Yeah. I told her. I was like, Macy, you're such a good... You've saved the duck. Because she did. I, You know, I got the duck's leg unstuck. And there was no way that duck was going to be able... Like, it kept trying, and it was digging deeper and deeper. Yeah. I think it would have amputated the, the dead foot. I mean, the <laughs> foot was already... Gimp? Her foot's already pretty dead. Yeah. I was like, I don't think the duck's in any pain. But yeah. Anyways. Anyways, we need to make, we need to be a little more lively. There's other fun things happening besides animal problems. I know. It's just, we have to get caught up on so much. I know. You know? I know. That's what happens when you don't do a podcast for yeah. weeks. Well, and we did do a podcast, but it just didn't turn out well. Yeah. And. Yeah. We got some really cool new podcast equipment from your mom, and we just have to figure out how to use it. Like, we yeah. have to, like, I think we're going to try to set up, um, dude, she, like, hooked us up with, like, real podcast equipment. Yeah, it's, like, real recording equipment. Like, it's, we got a mixer. Yeah. yeah. Which we don't so, know how to so, use, you know? We just have to, I think we're going to, like, podcast in the shed. Sonny's old, old enough, we can leave him in the house when he sleeps and yeah, go in there. Right. That could be, like, a hobby of ours. I mean, isn't it supposed to be right now? We just don't do it enough. Right. I know. But yeah. Why do we want to record a podcast tonight? Oh my gosh. I, yeah. We're not even leading. Casey, you guys. Casey was in the local Genoa newspaper. And I don't think I've laughed that hard. I don't think I've been so happy. It's not even a newspaper. It's a newsletter. <laughs> Does it go out to all the? I don't know the who people it goes of out to. Genoa. I guess. Yeah, it's put in their mailbox oh at the gosh. 
post office, I guess. Oh my gosh, my friend uh, Marla sent me a picture of one of the pages of this newsletter. It's and called. It- wait, wait. <laughs> There's a newsletter called the Genoa Connection. Which is an amazing name. I think I have, it's monthly or quarterly. I don't even know. I think it's quarterly. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. It's Stop very it. It's very limited distribution in Genoa, I think, basically. <laughs> uh, this is so funny. Yeah. But. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No. I just, Marla texted me. We were coming home from Mexican food and I looked at the picture and it was a page of the Genoa newsletter. It says, what did it say? Fabulous hair growth? Yeah. Fa- <laughs> Fabulous hair growth was the headline, and it was just a picture of you at the pink house. And it said, like, Casey, the manager of the pink house, has been growing out his, like, COVID locks or something. And then, and then there was, like, a space, and it said, looking good, Casey. <laughs> Yeah, there was just a picture of me in the newsletter. I just said fabulous hair growth. Fabulous hair growth was the title, the headline. I can't, I can't handle it. I don't, <laughs> it's like the funniest, like, small town. Yeah, well, she took that picture of me like two months ago. Well, you told me, you were like, I didn't, you are like, I didn't know like, that was going to be a thing. Well, she was like. Can so I take a picture of you? you know and I was, was like, sure. And then she said something about the Genoa connection. And I was just like, okay. like. <laughs> but you didn't know it was going to be about your hair. I kind of did. Uh, was she talking about it? I just didn't know. It was like a two-second thing. She's like, can I take a picture of you <laughs> for the Genoa connection? I was like, sure. This and so this funny. is like two months ago. And now it pops up you in guys, the... <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in so long. Oh my gosh. I was just dying. Yeah. I love it. You're like famous in Genoa. You and your hair. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a small town. It's a very so, small town. Yeah. Everybody knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. It was really cute. Your mom bought an airstream? Hmm. Well, there you go. There's the Lots of transitions. Yeah, yeah. My mom bought an Airstream. That she wants to keep on our property so she can have, like, a mother-in-law quarters. No, not even that she, she's going. It's going to be on our property. No, it is going to be on our property. <laughs> like, we semi... It's, like, the most expensive thing we don't own on our property. Yeah, my mom bought we, an air. She says, can you go look at this Airstream trailer in Reno this morning? And I this said, "This was like two days ago." Sure. So I looked at it, and I, and it's in really amazing condition. It's beautiful. It's 2007, so it's older, but it's in perfect condition. But uh, so it foot? looks pretty much brand new. It's almost. a big Airstream. It's like a. Cla- it's the biggest it's, one they make. It's the, the classic. classic. Is the biggest one. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. I mean, it, I don't know if it's the biggest. I think. The, I think even they the, go up to thirty-three. I think they come in the classic comes in different sizes too. But yeah, but it's, twenty-seven's it's, big for an airstream, though. But it's like the top of the line model, model basically. Um, it's so cute. It's so beautiful, and she, she pretty much like was like, I want a mini. She wants a mother-in-law quarters, and we don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So baller, dude. Talk about having. Kathleen is like a baller mother-in-law because she's just like, 
this is a fun idea. She's fun. I'm like, that is a fun idea for yeah. everyone involved. Yeah, I guess so. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, you and Sunny went and checked it out. Yeah. Your mom so bought it. I got to go check it out again in like two weeks and get the lowdown on how it all works because... It's going to be know. delivered. Yeah, it's going to be delivered to our house, and we got to figure out how it works. We have to, like, you know what I'm worried about is, like, can somebody steal it? I heard people can just, like, pick them up. Because, <laughs> like, think about it. It's not like they're locked. Like, if you get a if you get a, a good truck, you know nobody's home. You just go, you take that thing out. I think we can look up no, ways. I think so. you got to lock the wheels. you got to make sure... Um, I also read some articles, Airstreams, if you're not, like, if they're not, like, inside, um, mice can find their way in. Yeah. You have to, like, figure out how to keep mice out. It's, like, a big thing. Mm. I swear. Because you don't want mice in there because they go through all the little channels and they they live poop and they die. Yeah. So mice are a big thing. Because when you have an Airstream outside, you have to, like, think about... You have to winterize it. You have to make sure, you know, things don't freeze. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out, I guess. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, we know nothing about trailers. But that's fine because it's just going to sit on our property. Yeah. You know. That's going to be really fun. So. That happened. That happened. That happened. Oh, your dad bought a house in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, my dad also <laughs> bought a house here. Just keeps getting deeper, you know? I feel like we're creating a mini family, like, compound. Yeah. I think your family is like, wait, I th- they're probably going to stay there. And this place is awesome. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The longer we live here, the more I'm like... This is the craziest random spot that nobody knows about. I don't hate it. It's I kind of yeah. love it. Yeah. What do you think? How are you feeling? I mean, same. Yeah. It's catching on. Yeah. I think. It's cold, though. It's very cold. It's too cold. <laughs> I'm so cold all the time. Now Sunny's cold, but like kids don't get cold. Yeah, kids don't so really get cold. You have to like get cold for them, so then you're like double cold. Dude, there's been times like when, when the heater wasn't working. Yeah. Dude, the other day it was like 58 degrees in our house. He just doesn't even want to wear a diaper. He woke up, his feet were freezing. His kid slept till nine o'clock. He was fine. He was like hibernating. It's like you know. <laughs> Don't tell anybody else that. It's been so cold that I was like, he needs a better, like, crib blanket, like a crib comforter. And I bought one from Pottery Barn. I think it helps him sleep longer. (laughs) Helps him curl up. It slows his heart rate down, you know? (laughs) Babe, he's It's like a little turtle. No, he's not hibernating. He turtles up. Humans don't hibernate. No, he turtles up. No, humans get very uncomfortable when they're cold. I bought him a really nice cover. I bought him, like, this $50 from Pottery Barn. It was on sale. It was, like, it used to be $100. It was, like, a super warm... It's, like, made for warmth. Wait, a comforter that's made for warmth? It's made for warmth. 
Yeah. But it's not some like flimsy kids. Like, oh, we're cute. You know what I mean? Dude, the kid, even when it's cold, he doesn't want to be in. You ever go in there? He's not Jeez. sleeping under Don't a comforter. Tell me this. You think he's like. All curled up, like a little picturesque little baby. We can only try. We need to try harder. But Pottery Barn emailed me that they canceled my order and that it was out of stock. Like, they let me order it and they were like, we don't have it. Yeah, well, Pottery Barn's probably going out of business. I know. They probably are. But now we're back to cold, baby. Like, I don't have a plan B. How do we keep sunny warm at night? I'm telling you, it doesn't need to be warm. We have the heater going in his room. Yeah, that's good enough. He needs to adapt, you know? No, he does. <laughs> that's, we're going to have child services. <laughs> Call us. No, he's fine. But I don't get him. You get him every morning. So I don't really know the state he's in in the morning. Oh, he's fine. He's loving it. He's loving the cold. Sonny's going to hear this one day and be like, this explains so much. No, he's a tough kid. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. This is... No, 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 no. Oh, you guys, we're recording a podcast. Come on, Fritz. Get out of here. Um, our best friends are moving in next door. We'll have to talk about that on the yeah, podcast. We, I, think, I think we need to... I think we need to finish this one up and then start a new one. In a couple days. Okay, you know what we didn't talk about? The band thing, because our favorite bands, but I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah, right? We were going to talk about that. But we recorded that, but we... Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I'll try to figure something out. Also, we 100%, almost 100% got COVID. 100% almost 100% got COVID? The fact that we're negative, we tested negative, is unbelievable. Do you think the test was correct? Yeah. Why? Because. It was a test? It was a test. <laughs> I mean, we both feel good. But yeah, our best friends got COVID. Their whole family got COVID. This is over a week ago, though. Over a week ago. I feel so bad for Like, they all got. You know what I mean? A few of them are asymptomatic. I'm not going to go into detail. But. Just was not great for them, you know? Yeah. Not a fun time. That's for sure. So, COVID is out there. Yeah. And it wants to get you. It wants to get you. It does. I can almost wish we did have COVID because we had no symptoms. I was like, great. So insensitive. Well, meaning... If we had it, it means all three of us were asymptomatic and we could get, just get it over with. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it would suck. You, like, wouldn't be able to work. I'd have to be home. But at least, like, all right. That's your best case. Your best case is you get it and you have no symptoms. Yeah. But I don't know. We got tested negative. I hope the test was right. Dude, all my girlfriends are like, you are probably not negative. You should go get tested again. And I'm like, wait, why wouldn't I be negative? Yeah, exactly. Because there was like enough days between the exposure. And I'm like, do we have to mark out a perfect day map? 
Like, do you have to be get exposed on the person who exposed you day four and then get tested on day seven of your... Like, I'm like, this is crazy. The whole math equation, even when you're, like, negative, the whole math equation is like, well, am I negative? You should just isolate, you know, forget about the rest of your life and isolate for 14 days, you know? Well, we didn't do much anyways. Oh, you're being sarcastic? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do much anyways, and we're not hanging out with any, like... I don't know. When we hang out, we're wearing masks. But it's just crazy. The whole thing is crazy. I also feel like people want you to be positive. And I get it. Because I'm like, I wanted to be positive. I was like, let me just be positive. Get this over with. But when you get so close to COVID and you're negative, I think people are like, how? Because it just (laughs) seems like such a... Contagious? Contagious virus. And then it's like an alien taking over the world that people are like, so you're telling me you were exposed and you didn't get infected? How dare you? Mm-hmm. There's definitely like this society shift. Where it's like, wait, do you want me to get tested three times? Right. Two times? One right. time? What, on, on, what, on what days? Do you want me to get tested on day four of exposure, day seven, day 12? No, there's a lot of, but it's also, there's a lot of like, like, what are you basing off that? Have you done, are you like. Are you talking to me? Are you. Yeah. Oh, what am I basing that off? No, I'm not saying you, but I mean, like people who want to say, oh, do this, do that. Oh, I'm just talking about people that I've told like, hey. I thought we could have had COVID because we were exposed and we got tested negative. And they go, hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are they basing that off of? Their medical expertise? The news? People they know? I'm saying. The only safe way to do anything is just to isolate yourself forever, I guess, you know? So. Well, and the nurse, we told her our exposure day, like the last day of it. Like, it wasn't like she was like, hey, you guys. Don't be surprised if your tests come back negative. I need you to come back here in four days. Like, who said that? No, nobody said. I'm just saying the nurse would have said that. Yeah. Anyways, I'm tired of talking about COVID, so let's end this. Do you have the ending song? <laughs> no. Wow. You guys, this is this is a classic, Casey. By the way, what? I think we're involved in a super deep conversation, and Casey's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to talk about this." Ever again. I'm so annoyed. All day, every day for eight months. No. I mean, I think we get more into the dynamics of like. I think now you have to get tested like three times before people believe you that you don't have COVID. (laughs) Even if you have no symptoms. Why don't you just stop talking to people about it? I mean, it doesn't bother me. Just be like, hey, you want to keep talking about this? End the conversation. Okay, but. Quick, and then it'll go away. Quick insert. It doesn't bother me. And I get what they're saying because I've also had those same thoughts about myself. You know what I mean? Like, I get what they're saying. It's not like... I'm just saying it just sucks that, like, testing is a way... Like, everything is just so uncertain and there's so many different statistics out there that it's like, yeah, wait. When I think I'm safe, am I safe? You know? 
And it's just other people being like, make sure you're super safe because what if you're no, not safe? Here's what you do. You say, hey, I got tested negative. I don't have COVID. <laughs> End of conversation. <laughs> and if they want to keep talking about it, be like, nah, dude. Yeah, but I'm I good. think that's like. I'm good, bro. I think everybody has a point. Nah, you don't have a point. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if you and I were, like, sick. If either one of us was, like, sick. I don't care about your point of whatever you're talking about. It's all done. I'm negative. <laughs> it's just annoying. It's just annoying. I mean, not as annoying as having COVID. I, can I please preface that? Like, that sucks to actually have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Because our friends actually have COVID, and it, like, really sucks. Yeah. <sighs> It is crazy. It's like here. It's in the town. It's everywhere. Everybody knows somebody now that has COVID. Yeah. Meanwhile, vaccine's like four months away. That's what you think. Who's going to give you a vaccine? I actually think... Nobody's going to give you a vaccine. I feel like Nevada has no people in it, and they're going to be... Okay. This isn't a state thing. No. It's going to be a federal thing, but then the federal is going to have to hand out to the states and they're going to have to make it feel like all states are created equal. And nobody lives in Nevada. And all the people that live in Nevada probably don't even want a vaccine. So I actually think Walgreens will be calling my name. Walgreens is just going to call you up? Yeah. Hey, we got some vaccines to give out. You want one? I actually think Sunny's pediatrician will be like, we have more vaccines than we know what to do with. Thank you just gave Nevada so much vaccine. You want an extra vaccine? Have you not thought about this living in Nevada? I mean, no. if you're in California, yeah, you're you're fucked. No. How are you going to get a vaccine in California? There's too many people there. In Nevada, nobody lives here. Old people are lazy. They're at casinos. Oh, wow. They don't even think Old the virus Jeez, They don't even think insane. the virus is real. Wow. I mean, know your audience. <clears throat> We don't even have first responders because nobody lives here. We have like 6,000 first responders. Huh? 6,000? I think so. Is that a lot? I don't know. Vegas doesn't even have enough Walgreens to pass them out. <laughs> it has to go through Walgreens. And there's only like 12 counties in Nevada total and Gardnerville's one of them. And they're going to be like, here, Gardnerville, here's your vaccines. Douglas. Douglas. I don't think they're going to distribute it that way. I think they are. I think we're going to give it to all the rich people first is what I think. Oh, my God. That's 100% what's not going to happen. What? You really think that? Yeah. Why? How? How would that even happen? That's Rich people always get everything first. That's true. Joe Rogan had all the testing <laughs> before anybody else had testing. I was like, wait, how do you have testing and nobody else has testing? Yeah. No, they're going to give it... Give me the closing song. Give me um, that outro. Okay. Oh, wait. It's on my other phone. Oh, my God. Your other phone. We're talking about rich people. <laughs> Stop it. Jeez. Uh, Stop it. I got the iPhone 12 Pro, dude. Don't hate. Don't hate. My other phone is broken, though, so I can't even play it. Wait. Keep talking, because now we're ending it. Are we really ending the podcast? I feel like it's sad. I know, but we can keep doing it. Okay, That's a great thing. You can always come back to it. But we never do. 
Here, I'm going to airdrop this to you. Is there any other little tidbit? Um, did you like that turkey dinner? That you made me? Yeah. It was really good. You're very impressive. I feel like it was better last year than... Oh. oh, no, there it goes. I feel like my turkey was a little dry this year. It was really good. No, you know what happened last year is you we you made all the turkey dinner stuff, but then you made turkey soup like an hour later. So it's like we had turkey dinner and then we had turkey soup. We have turkey soup now. It was four days later, you know? Four days? The novelty wears off. Oh, you don't want no turkey soup now? No, I love turkey soup. No, you're a really good cook. Okay. I'm always impressed. We got to come back. With a lot more non-animal related <sighs> stories. A lot more... Hu- we need more humor, you know? We gotta humorize this. We gotta be funnier. We gotta be funnier. Nobody wants to hear an- sad animal stories. Well, I talked about the poop nugget in the bed. Don't talk. And you told don't. me you, don't, you didn't like it. I don't want to talk about the... Get cat. Get cat. 